0: This is the Agile Software Development Podcast, Episode 1. Curated and narrated content on Agile ideas, techniques and concepts. And I'm Bill Eklund, and in this first episode, I'm reading from an article from automated-testing.com. A slightly controversial approach to Agile automated testing in this episode. Controversial because it breaks one of the key tenets of Agile, that of autonomous teams. But if you're struggling to implement test automation in your agile project, then this is an approach that could well work for you. I've spent decades working on test automation solutions, implementing training and coaching. And I'm ashamed to say that it's taken me far too long to realize that agile software development and software test automation don't always go together. I've come to realize that in many cases, agile projects and test automation are not a good mix don't get me wrong there are some teams that make a success of implementing test automation in agile projects if and these are big ifs if you're nailing your story point estimations if you're always sticking to the stories defined for the sprint if you allocate significant story points to automation in every sprint if you have the automation skills in your team and those resources have the bandwidth in your sprints, then you stand a good chance of succeeding with test automation, where it's embedded in your Agile team. But back in the real world, for many of us, nailing, and I mean nailing those Agile aspects, is tough. Our sprints get derailed. We underestimate stories, stories change, and other demands take priority. And the consequence is, more often than not, that automated testing gets dropped. After 20 odd years of experience, I've discovered that there are better, much better ways to implement automated testing alongside your agile projects. I'm gonna take you through my seven key success factors for automation. I'm not gonna cover tactics and tools, that's been covered a million times by a million different people. I'm gonna cover the things that really make a difference. Those seven key factors to success are resources, Goals, reporting, return on investment, systems and tactics. The seventh is the critical factor, and that is habit. We'll talk more about this in a minute, but everything comes down to habit. First, though, we need to dispel a myth. Despite what you're led to believe, Agile doesn't promote automated testing. If you don't believe me, go and read through the Agile Manifesto, but I'll tell you this for nothing. The Agile Manifesto doesn't mention automated testing even once. Scrum, Kanban, Extreme Programming, not one of them mentions test automation. Yet we're all brought into this ideal that Agile and automated testing go hand in hand. They don't. The Agile Manifesto does talk about working software being the primary measure of progress and delivering working software frequently from a couple of weeks to a couple of months with a preference to the shorter timescale. But you knew that. The Agile Software Development Manifesto itself and the 12 principles make absolutely no reference to automated testing. Yet, as you can see, two of the principles do stress the importance of working software. In an agile project, the ability to implement an automation solution is just one approach you could use to help achieve that goal. So if you think that to succeed with agile and automated testing, that the two need to go together, you could be wrong. Many have bought into this vision that automated testing is the solution. For some projects, deploying more manual test resources is a better option. And for some others, automation is the right answer. Just don't get blinded by what everyone else is telling you. Do what's right for you and your project. If you're determined to implement or improve, then I'm going to take you through these seven key concepts to help you succeed with automation. I've been in the agile game of implementing automation solutions for a long time now. Yet every time at some point, you can guarantee the Scrum Master will explain that automation is not a priority Because we're behind on schedule and things need to be prioritised. And automation isn't a priority. So back we go to manual testing in order to hit the deadline. Now for most agile teams, trying to embed automated testing in an agile project is like mixing oil and water. Yes, you can put both of them in a container. And yes, you can continuously keep shaking that container. And the oil and the water, well, they mix. You keep shaking and you get the illusion that the two do mix but the moment you stop putting all that effort into shaking that container they separate they don't go together sure keep investing all that time and energy if you want but the moment you take the focus off you'll realize you've been wasting your time there are easier ways to approach this and that's what i'm going to walk you through ideas and practical ways to win with automated testing in an agile world Like many, I've always seen automation as the way to do the heavy lifting and the tedious and repetitive parts of the testing. I've seen successes and I've seen some horror stories. The biggest issue and argument I run into is the belief that automation has to be embedded in each agile team. You can get the systems tools and processes all in place that's easy what's difficult or pretty much impossible is making automated testing a priority within an agile project team after team full of enthusiasm they get the first tests written and running but three months later and it's the same story they're not maintaining the initial test sets and they're certainly not writing new tests same old story when the pressure is on a new functionality or bug fixes are needed They take priority, and you have limited resources in your Agile team. And where does automation end up every time? At the bottom of that priority list. As a consequence, I came to realise that the secret is managing the automation process as a separate project. The secret is allocating resources and time outside of your Agile project. Produce the systems. And develop the resources so that you have a conveyor belt that totally dedicates resources and effort to delivering automated tests. The best people for the job in a dedicated, focused endeavour. With this, agile test automation becomes a game you really can win. But you need to see this whole endeavour as a black box. Test case definitions in and automated tests out. You don't care what's in the black box, as long as you're getting high-quality, reliable, automated tests out in a timely manner. So start thinking and approaching automated testing differently. It's about managing and setting up the processes, the resources to deliver that black box or conveyor belt approach to delivering the results you need. I've seen this work time and time again. I've delivered results for companies that have 40 odd software systems in place and 10 or 12 agile projects running at any one time. And it's an approach that works. So that's number one on my list. Dedicated resources and dedicated time. Scrap the idea of thinking of automation as being somewhere in the list of priorities. Scrap assigning story points to automation. Scrap working on automation within your sprints. Start thinking of automation something that happens outside of your sprint planning and agile projects someone somewhere needs to have time to work on this outside of the sprint and the moment you bundle the automation work into the sprint the moment you allocate story points is the moment people start seeing this as a trade-off against other priorities so set it up as a separate project or at a minimum find a way to dedicate resources and time outside of the sprint Number two then, goals. Set clear and achievable goals along with a realistic strategy to achieve those goals. Get your goal clear in your head and communicate it. The way I conceptualise this is with a four-layered pyramid. At the top of that pyramid, the goal, which is your broad primary outcome. The next layer, strategy. The approach or plan you put in place to achieve that goal. The third layer down, your objectives, a measurable step you take to achieve the strategy. And finally, that base layer, the tactics, a tool, not necessarily a software tool, you use in pursuing an objective aligned with your strategy. Your goal might be, for example, within 12 months, have a regression pack containing all our high-priority positive test scenarios for product XYZ. This will run every night in our stable test environment and everyone in our team should be able to contribute new tests and maintain this regression pack so to achieve that goal we have a number of strategies we can use option one strategy we will purchase an easy to use automation tool build a dedicated stable test environment invest in setting up a continuous test process or strategy option number two We'll outsource our automated testing, providing detailed test case definitions to an offsite company. Our objective is to write 10 automated tests a day and execute every test in our automation pack at least once a week. And the tactics are all the nuts and bolts, like tools, training and stuff, that we'll talk about in a bit. Now, most inexperienced automation engineers start with tactics and build up from there. So please don't make the same mistake. Make sure you have clarity from the outset with a defined goal, a realistic strategy and clear objectives. On to number three then, reporting. What I've found is that everyone focuses completely on the lag metrics and not the lead metrics. And what I mean by that is when you're up and running, taking those first few baby steps, you start reporting on the test results. Great. But six months down the line, you'll find no one is spending any time writing new automated tests. You don't get more test coverage or get better at test automation unless you're writing those tests. And this is where I've come to see lead metrics as critical. If you're tracking the number of tests you're actually automating each week. And I know this isn't a perfect metric. I've seen testers write 20 test cases when five would do. You need to monitor quality too but you will get a feel for how much you're actually achieving with your efforts. You can end up putting a huge amount of effort into building an automation system, then six months down the line, you're lucky if you get one new automated test written a week. Track these lead metrics so you can correct it. Only when you measure and correct will you be working towards seeing your return on investment. Which brings me on to number four investment or your return on your investment keep an eye on your return on investment rig up some crude reports that show how much time is saved each time you run your automated regression pack clear visibility of the return you're getting can be a powerful motivator to keep going if you've automated 20 tests that used to take three days to run manually and you run them every day track the fact that you're saving all this time and increasing test coverage. It doesn't take much to rig up some rough reports to present this data. And when this is visible, you have one of two things. Firstly, you have an indication if the amount of time invested is not providing that return on investment. Two, the data you provide, that automation, is worth investing time and effort into. The worst thing you can possibly do is blindly invest time, money and effort into something that's delivering no benefit. So on to number five then, systems. Build systems and turn the whole process into a conveyor belt. Test definitions in at one end, test results out the other end. Systems and processes make everything consistent, repeatable and reliable. It should be as easy as, build a test on the local machine, check it into source code control system like Git, continuous test system like Jenkins picks up the test and runs it and you work on the stability of the test for a bit. Then connect the test execution to the test reporting system so that test results are fed up to the reporting system and results are easily accessible. Only when you have that repeatability and consistency will you start to build out a reliable automated regression pack. Number six then, tactics. Well here we get into tools, techniques and skills, and which tactics you use will depend on the types of people you have in your team and the tools you have at your disposal. You'll also need to anticipate the demands of the application you're testing. It's very difficult to be specific about these tactics in any particular project. Just focus on making sure your tactics are in alignment with your goals and strategy. And this leaves us with just one last critical item to cover habits. This is something that needs to be attended to daily. Someone needs to spend the first hour or two of their day focusing on automated testing outside of the project. Numerous techniques for that. And many of them set out in many books that cover building habits into your daily life. But habit to my mind is the most important factor without it. The others are worthless you need to get into that habit of spending X hours a day on automation. And it's where I started out years back. I used to get into the office one hour early every morning and work on test automation. I knew that once the day really started, the pressure would be on to get everything done quickly with, guess what? Manual testing. So I got into the habit of spending the first hour in the morning, come hell or high water of working on automated tests. But If you don't cultivate that habit, you don't break out of the vicious circle. No automation to free up resources. No resources to implement automated testing. Which leads me full circle back to number one on my list. Dedicated resources. With dedicated resources, the automation habit becomes that key to success. So that's seven key concepts to work on. Resources, goals, reporting, ROI, systems tactics and habit if you're struggling to accept these approaches because it breaks one of the key tenets of agile the autonomy of the team then maybe you can shift your perception just slightly set automated testing up as a standalone project automation run under a separate scrum or kanban team just a thought for you Now if you're going to take away anything from the material I've covered two points I consider critical. First point, set up automation as a separate project or at least make sure that you dedicate resources and time. When you do that you get visibility. The progress of your automation effort is more visible, the results are visible and the cost is visible. Second point, get into the habit of working on automation and bear in mind motivation is what gets you started habit is what keeps you going it's your job to make sure the automation habit is in place before the motivation runs out you just listened to an article from automated-testing.com i'll leave it at this for our first episode thanks for listening and i'm looking forward to bringing you more insights into the world of agile software development.